Ladies and gentlemen, up until now you've seen the creature perform the simple mechanics of motor activity, but for what you are about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, Damen und Herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Hit it! The, the, the Sketchomatic Show. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. Here we are, back again. Yeah! Thrilling to be with you on the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Oh my god! I'm your host, Sketchomatic. That's right. And this would be episode eight. If you're just now discovering the Sketchomatic Show podcast, welcome. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Hi. If we've never met in person, I appreciate your company and your business right here with me. Sketch O Matic. On this week's episode, my special guest is the man of many hats in radio and outside of radio. In fact, he tells us his background in the military. Wow. I mean, my special guests so far have been uh, none other than quite fascinating in their possible career paths and different interests before getting into radio, and during, multitasking, simultaneously. Let's waste no more time. There's so much to cover with my special guest here on Episode 8. Eight. Let's dive in. Special guest from 104.3 My FM. Raf. That's right, what the TikTok lady said right there. Special guest Raph joining the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Hi. Episode eight. This is episode eight, Raph. Eight already? Yeah. Can you hear yourself? I can hear myself. I don't know if I'm, am I far? Do I sound yeah, far? Yeah, you sound, you sound like you're off in, in a distance. Yeah, I'm in the mountains here. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Mount you're Wilson, on a, one, another there. one of your uh, hikes, your, your bike trail rides. trail off-road yes. adventure. Your GPS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. GPS. Yes. Oh. All right, so Raph. Here with me, I'm. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. I've actually never Bro, had a sit down, and I'm very. What I really want to quickly point out about this podcast and punctuate is the fact that since I started this podcast, I've interviewed a lot of my coworkers, colleagues, right. you know, other players in the iHeartRadio game, and. It's been our first sit down. So, you know, this is like my first, like in a way, it's a, it's a good way to meet the people I actually work with and get to know them. But you know, it's funny because nowadays it's like, I feel like I know people more before I even get to f- see them in person yes. because we always throw emails, emails. back and forth. I've and edited a, numerous social. spots for Raph and Raph Thank is you, by the way. to the person listening right now. I don't want to butcher it, but I want to make sure I get your, your actual position right at, at my FM at KBIG. Mm-hmm. I know you came from Kiss FM prior yeah. to that. And then also you're in the middle. Military, yeah, right? a little National Guard action. Oh yeah, a lot, of, a lot of little things. I you was going to tell you, Raph, <laughs> you, you certainly have like, when I walked into the uh, Valentine production room and I saw you in there, yeah. I knew it was you because of the Eagles hat. I was like, oh, oh there he is. He's yeah. right there. And I opened the door and I like walked around and I go, 
Damn, Raph looks like he could be a cop. Oh no, don't you tell totally me that. Like, you look like you could be a cop. Do you're I like a young, mean? not mean. <laughs> you just look like you, you you look like you're structured, like built to be like a national guard, oh, well, a cop, you. or football player. But you know, you have I like, like some. You have so, you know you could probably whoop someone's ass. I think uh, you can, man. I think you can. You're I'm, a nice guy, but I can tell you can come from the shoulder. I'm glad. I'm glad I you you perceive me that way. Yes. Thank you. I feel safe around you, Raph. I oh, feel safe, good. and and I feel like uh, in a good mood because you're you're. Real outgoing guy, and I appreciate your your professionalism when it comes to the commercials that we have to endure here at iHeart. You know, uh, uh, go ahead, go my, ahead. My, no, my philosophy with that is like I, I just want to make sure I do my part and make sure that it, it's the the least the path of least resistance for all of us. You yes. know, making sure that we get our work done, but we have fun doing it, yeah. so we don't get burnt out. And you do it you like know? right as if it's a thirty second spot, he makes sure it's a thirty second spot <laughs> or at twenty nine point nine five. You know what I mean? It's right there. <laughs> it's not thirty seven or it's not. 20. We're not going to call out our colleagues here. I know, I know. But it's not just them. Everybody does it. It's okay. You know, sometimes a copy is too short. Sometimes it's too long. But you pay attention. You specifically, you and other people, handful, pay attention. And I like that about your your professional is what I wanted to point out. I appreciate that. Thank you. My lead up to the whole podcast interviews i want to know how did you get started in radio because you said you're in the national guard but how was it tell me let's start at the beginning what was raf in as a student like where well, you were you're from philadelphia right uh, actually from new york you're from new yeah, york but okay. I, I lived in philly for a little okay. bit but uh the national guard thing came after radio okay. ironically interesting so uh how it started was i was uh in upstate new york mm. that's where i started my radio gig because i actually was in college when i went do, to do an internship with the station over there in rochester new york so i did a morning show intern just like everyone else starts an industry you're like hey i'm gonna do an internship see yeah. if i can get my foot in the door uh-huh. kind of thing so i was doing college radio getting credit for that did internship with the radio station was doing mornings I was fetching water I was doing like the little I've done the same things. thing you know, bro hey I know. Uh, grab the morning show yeah. breakfast okay I gotta yeah. go drive in my own go car go get the burritos yeah get the breakfast burritos I know exactly so six months goes by they gave me a part time gig on the weekends you know I was doing like graveyard shifts and this is upstate like, New York upstate New York what station uh, 98 PXY interesting That's, uh, yeah, is, not, it, is it AM or FM uh, FM. FM top 40 right. yeah okay. top 40 uh, small market media market I should right, say right. but uh, I was doing like midnight to 2am shifts yeah. and the building was like on a 17th floor kind of thing so like at night it gets scary at least it was in a building and not like a house you know like a lot of these stations are <laughs> oh, built in like an old house that they stage. renovated into a, like a station you know I yeah. always think about those like carpets that like that have like really like that loud like you're walking on like a doctor's office <laughs> carpet like those kind of studios like I'm like what is this 1987 yeah it's, like, it's very eerie yeah eerie so studio. you start in upstate New York you you get an internship but then you get an overnight gig on air or yeah, how does that on air I was on air that. you went from intern to on air yeah. within a snap Oh, yeah, but my PD at the time was totally, like, you know, throwing me under the bus every time. Like, you're doing this wrong, because it was my first go wow. at radio. How old were you at the time? I was, like, 19, uh, yeah. 20. Yeah. I, I got into radio, <laughs> like, for sure, the same age, 19, was I was, like, one of the youngest people doing a morning show at Groove Radio back in the day. That's in sick, the, yeah. In 97. But back to you. So you get the internship, you go to, to overnights, and how does that pan out to you getting into to LA market like do you, do you just make the leap or did you have to kind of crawl your way through the country it's uh, it's funny because like I had opportunities that came uh, that were presented itself and I totally took advantage of them so you know radio I, I'm sure you've talked about in other podcast episodes like you know there's you know budget cuts and things where yeah. people just like get let go so the night guy at that station was like go and they're like we need somebody well at the time I was doing promotions and radio part time so they're like 
hey, do you want to do nights? But we're not going to pay you more. I'm like, all right, you I'm took a promotion. the opportunity, yeah. right? At the time, I was like, 2008, the crisis. You know, everyone was budget cuts. I, I was that. like, yeah, the financial crisis. So yeah, I was like, yeah. you know, I'm just going to take my opportunities and take you know whatever they can give me. So I did nights there, voice tracked, and then you know started to become a live show. And did you have like, anything to lose while taking that position? Because you said you weren't getting paid like properly mm-hmm. for it because there was there was obviously it was 2008 yeah. recession, but like, uh, were you working? Elsewhere, like, were you trying to support yourself, or did you have the family to fall back so I, on? I was in college and I was mm. getting a full time job, so I was like, "This is cool because I'm actually getting money." You know, a college student would normally not get; right. it would totally be a part time gig. Yeah. But it was like chump change. It was like really like it was like twenties, twenty thousand something. I'm like, this is like full time for for a twenty twenty year old. I'm like, eh, it's all right. Yeah, but um, just scraping by. Yeah, scraping by, taking that opportunity, and you know, I took those opportunities with the you know air checks and things like that. I would send them out to people, be like, mm. "Hey, listen to this, this is." when Twitter was actually like new. So I started following everybody in radio mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yeah, it was, and a, good, it was like, a good way to connect. And then start communicating, like responding to their tweets, liking their tweets. Right. This retweeting their retweeting tweets. Retweeting right, their right, tweets. Right. And it was like, get their attention kind of thing. And it'd be like, hey, in the DMs, like, hey, I got my air check. You want to check it out? Like, you know, being this, you know, very like uh, bright eyed, bushy tailed young you got, radio Yeah, you were person. hungry for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, one of these days I, I was actually sending stuff to Philadelphia and uh, the o- OM there or the GM, whatever at the time. Right. Um, called me back and he's like or emailed me back he's like hey I got your stuff this is great Let, let's talk and I'm like oh this is six years into working at in Rochester wow and I'm like, you so, paid your dues though. you definitely I'm, had the humble beginnings and you know you put in your 10,000 hours I just I like to talk about this for the people listening that how it is for different DJs talent to right. have gotten into radio and what like for example Kristen Lamone she wasn't even going to get into radio at all she was going to go down the path of medicine and oh. she changed her major. I said, "What you got? So you look like you wanted my to." My major wasn't even radio. Yeah, it was oh. mechanical engineering. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's quickly digress and 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 side side dive into that whole. So may, you as a student, I want to go back yeah. into. Yeah. Let's just jo- jump ahead and, and college student. You know, I don't want to okay. go all the way, yeah, way yeah, back. No. Elementary school. No. So you're in college. You have your major prior to radio. Yeah. Which was mechanical, mechanical engineering. engineering. Mm-hmm. What exactly? Can you elaborate on that a little uh, bit? So it was more like I wanted to work for like companies like Lockheed Martin, Boeing, like actually work and like and deal with like mechanical things and like how things work and be able to build projects and new ideas through mechanical engineering. Like wow. I, you know, and they get paid well for yeah, that. Yeah, they get right? paid well. So yeah. I'm like, look, you know, taking my classes, my chemistries, my physics. You got to like, know a lot of math, yeah, right? You know, and you look at me like, you know, I do know my math. So <laughs> I mean, you know more than I do. It just, it seems comp, even the mechanical engineering sounds complicated. It was. Yeah. And you know, radio was kind of like, I felt into it because it was entertaining. Yeah. Um, I was getting DJing gigs from it. So yeah, like it was, I was seductive oh, in a yeah. way, right? You know, was, do you DJ as well on turntables? I do turn, turn really? turntables. Yeah. Like now, not the scratching. Not right. As no, no, much. that yeah, but yeah. you do you DJ gigs, obviously. Yeah. Not everybody has to be like AM or Cubert. You know yeah, what I mean? Those guys, oh man, Cubert. I mean, Respect right? Him, yeah. BMC battles and all yep, that, yep. bro. I mean, I remember coming up on that. That's when I got into DJing. So let's quickly die digress into the DJing. This is like DJ. Inception. We're just yes. going down deeper into level. We're going, we're going level by okay. level with rap. This is a very, a very uh, hypnotic type of podcast. I like it. I, I want like to go di- dive deep into the realm of the, the, just everything about rap. Because again, I don't really know you other than your professionalism. Yeah. I've told we've had Instagram conversations where I said, "Hey man, exactly. one day I just reached out. I said, "Hey, you know your your style on on 104." Reminds me a lot of of Ryan Seacrest. Not saying you sound like him, but your style, the I, delivery, the tightness. You know what I mean? I like, appreciate that. That's, there's you. a certain like again professional level that right. sounds 
not like identical, but it, it reminds me of him. And then, but but then I also said I'll probably have to edit this part out. <laughs> but I was like, but you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to just bleep that out? Yeah, we'll just, we'll just, we'll, I'll add a little static over that. Yeah, there you, know? you go. Wait, it's a what mystery. You, what did you say? Exactly. Uh, right. So, getting into DJing, tell me about that. So it was just uh, kind of the, one of those things where, like, hey, we had hockey games, and I was like, uh, hey, you're looking for an in-house DJ. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, let me start doing this. And this was off a laptop with no like turntables. At like, least you had a laptop. I know. Though. I had laptops in 2006. I was like, uh, was oh, this beginning. is so dope. That like, was like having... the beginning of Serato. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I was like playing it off like my iTunes, like playing music mm. for like the uh, what do you call it? The over. You're playing a playlist. Yes, right, exactly. right, right. On the on the announcement PA right. system. Yeah, right. the PA system. Yeah. yeah. So like you know, then I meet people that are like in Serato. Sororities and like this girl's like, hey, you want to DJ a sorority oh, yeah. party? So like, I was DJing the lacrosse and the sorority, oh the combined parties at their house, and I'm like, what was your DJ I gotta buy a, 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 It's funny, I went with DJ Rap. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's so perfect. It, it could be like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle type exactly. mascot as well. You exactly. Know? Go ahead. Um, but no, they just so started you're in like, the sorority houses. Yeah, you're, you're DJing getting, this. Yeah. I had the baseball team. I had to go DJ the parties. Then the the bars in the town started asking me to. And DJ. this is all in Philly. Uh, no, this no, is New York. New York. Still in New we're York. Still I'm New York. sorry. I'm we're sorry. I'm Philly. Yeah, we're yeah. We're there. not. We're not there yet. Okay. The, so we're in upstate New York. This, we're, we're this going is the Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the this, old t- <laughs> this is the Old That's Testament. Perfect. That's perfect. Um, but yeah. So I do all this stuff, and I'm like, man, this is so much fun. Like, my major. What am I doing with my major? Should I align this with my career because I'm actually getting opportunities in radio? Yeah. And I don't want to be like a mechanical engineer degree doing radio. But at like, least you yeah, had yeah. that yeah. to fall on. You're like, just in case this does it, which is yeah. every parent's dream. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, make sure you have something to fall back on and stuff. Were your parents supportive of you going into radio? Um, they were like, what is it? They, I mean, they knew what radio is, but like, it just like, what do you do? You just talk on the mic and just be an announcer. So like, I, this I leads like, okay. me to the next part of this die yeah. digression. The question uh, is. None of your family was in radio or entertainment or no. any kind of industry relating to media at all. No, Just, so you're the first. You know, if you know Joe Coy, you know yes, the, that comedian, course. right? He always talks about how our Filipino moms always want us to be nurses, doctors, lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Filipino moms predetermine what their kids are supposed to be when they grow up, and you know I'm not making this shit up. There's a lot of Filipinos in here right now that are nurses. Today is a good day to get injured at a show. Because there will be a nurse in here like, oh my God, put a cold compress on the head. <laughs> elevate the feet. Elevate. What the fuck is elevate? I, just lift. Lift the fucking feet. Are you stupid? <laughs> so you're Filipino. I yeah, actually Filipino. didn't know that. Yes. I wasn't sure. So, I'm Mexican. Sorry, I was born I was, in Mexico yeah. City. But I mean, obviously, I can tell we're, we're, we're from ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. I would just wasn't sure. I don't sound... Mexican when no. I talk, you know. Do I, I sound I'm, Filipino? No, not at all. That's the thing. You sound like Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, it's 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 not saying that that can't be attained if you were just you have to be white to sound like no. that. I mean, it, to me, it doesn't really matter about race and ethnicity. It just amazes me that when I when I when I meet someone else of ethnic background, right, and how well they articulate. The, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like your parents now. Do you? Does your parents? They uh, speak English. They speak yeah, yeah. English, but mm-hmm. are they? Is it a, like of the Tagalog, like broken English? It's. Uh, they've learned a lot here because they were here. They so, moved. They immigrated yeah, here. I, so, I have a lot of Filipino friends yeah. that, that are DJs so, and and in the entertainment, but none on radio like yourself at that level of like, holy shit, this guy sounds like he's totally on like American Idol hosting. It's so funny because yeah. like you know when you're talking about the what people look like, it's like yeah. people don't know that I'm Filipino till I tell them. They're like. Oh, you don't sound like someone that'd be Filipino right, on the radio. Like, <laughs> I mean, and it's hard. It's it's kind of rough to say that. Yeah, but, but you know, even mm, Joe exactly. Coy, you can detect he's Filipino. With you, 
it's almost damn near impossible to to, to pinpoint what this guy. You I don't know, know who if it's else a good too? or bad thing because you know I love my heritage. You, you know, know who what I mean? Else like, too? <laughs> Speaking of just the whole yeah. heritage and backgrounds, yeah. like, I just had EJ on. This this will be coming on after EJ, yeah, yeah. who's on episode seven. I never knew EJ was black either. I didn't know he was a black gentleman. When I heard his voice oh, the yeah. first time for years, I, I didn't care. I didn't Google, didn't care. But I came to work here in 2019 and Tony Sanchez was were loading spots. Yeah. And I was like, man, that guy sounds so fucking cool. Like that guy, EJ, he just sounds like hip, like LA hip. You yeah. know, it was hard to pinpoint. And and he's like, Oh yeah, you haven't seen he was like, he's black. And I'm like, <laughs> You're get like, the fuck out! What? I was like, really? That's awesome! And and I was like, I have to meet him now. Like, I have to see yeah. who this guy is because it's it's just am- I'm a big fan of voiceovers and a big fan of how people deliver that voice. Whether it's more of like a if it's just a soft spoken voice, like some mm-hmm. of the AEs here are more relaxed. Some of them are high strung, but their voices always they always give me like a. Like I'm very amused by people's voices. You you, you know? analyze you're, yes. you're deeper into it. And I like doing impressions. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like doing accents. Do you yeah. can you do accents? What you, I mean, like Filipino accents. No, not like, just that. Oh. Like other like British <laughs> accents or Australian. You know, can you do any accents? I try, but New I'm not York? like yeah, New Yorker. Yeah. You know, did like you, Philly, did you, like you water ice. Like, you have yeah. no New York like OV. Like no water. Take it's, a walk. It's coffee. funny because my friend here, he's lived in uh, LA now for 11 years. He's from New York, and he's yeah. like, I could hear a little bit of your New York, like your A's. And like you know, trying to like stretch out the vowels a little bit because uh, you know upstate New York's a little different from New York it City, is, right? So like now, you why know, is that with the different islands? It seems yeah. like certain dialects are more pungent in one area, but then I've been to Manhattan a, yeah. a, a, three times in my life, right? And every time I go there, you meet people that talk like you and me that they're they almost exactly. sound like they're from LA. Yeah. But then right next to them, hey, what do you want over here? Yeah, like, what, over here? what yeah. is that? I don't get like how some people have the the major East Coast dialect over here and then the other people are like, hello, how are you? Like, This very- is why you're good at your voiceover stuff, dude. That's amazing. That was really good. You. Uh, but, you know, it's I just think it's how they're raised because, you know, yeah. if you keep them in a bubble, like you can pe- keep people in bubbles and they won't know what their next door neighbor does or, you know, who they are right. if they keep them in a good bubble. Yeah, you, know? you seem like you're Pockets, a man of yeah. the people. You know what I, I mean? Like you I seem love, you've been uh, exposed to a lot of different upbringings and stuff. So it's made you multicultural. Yeah, living in New York City for eight years, like mm-hmm. I've been in New York and upstate New York, it's like yeah, you meet a lot of people. You meet a lot yeah. of different, a lot of different back- backgrounds, and you definitely, um, you know, you've come to accept it too. Like you're more accepting of it. Some yeah. people, it's hard to. I love it. Yeah, I love it, it. I'm amazed by just the the progression of how like 30 years ago wasn't like it was. It is now. Yeah. Exactly. I'm almost 45 years old. I've been in radio since I was 18. And I think you and I share this, you know, I know I'm older than you, but I know that you and right. I share the same kind of like getting into radio, the internship, having supportive parents, but they weren't quite, my, my mom was a singer. My dad was a recording engineer, oh, Okay, but they never worked in radio. And when I got into radio, you know, I wanted to be a magician at first. I wanted to be a pilot. Awesome. I wanted yeah. to be a firefighter. But then I met big boy when I was 12 years old and right. That's he right. wasn't even on power yet. He wasn't in radio. He was just uh, he was just uh, like one of the people. You go before you yeah. you go to you, you were Big Boy's friend before radio. I, exactly. Wow. But when he got into radio, that was my inspiration to follow. Oh, I didn't suit. know that. Yes. Okay. And I want to ask you. 
What did you have any particular DJ that you heard on the radio that that you were like, man, I want to be like that person? I, uh, you know, uh, on the East Coast, uh, you had all the guys there. You had the Elvis Durans of the world, and you had um, uh, Hollywood Hamilton. Yeah, um, I remember Hollywood. Hollywood Hamilton was cool. I love listening to him. Like I was a geek that would like yeah. before I even got into radio, I would go to the boombox and like actually record my yeah. music and pause right before the jock talks. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I want my mixtape. I don't want you talking to my right, you know, right. over my music. You, you know, <laughs> you what set I mean? up your cue points yes and you're yeah. like just playing press record play record that's play record. genius though yeah but uh, uh you know hollywood hamilton um you know my local guys there in radio up in rochester new york yeah, but yeah. uh you know it was definitely a lot of z100 guys what about what's his name uh, kid, this morning zoo kid uh, kid kelly yeah kid kelly so, stern always talks about yeah, that guy so uh when the internet age came about and yeah. when you can actually search youtube videos like i would watch like kid kelly air checks this is kid kelly with at least 10 songs in a row commercial free back to back the radio station you're hearing right now. B100. Who it is? This is Desi Stefan. I win. Where are you from? I'm from Park, Long Island. 100th call, you win. Oh my God. Oh my God. Slap me upside the head with the radio station that plays New York's best music. B100. I would watch Hollywood Hamilton. What's your name? My name is um, Ashley. Hey, Ashley, what do you want to hear? Anything from Taylor Swift. You got it. Elvis, obviously. Elvis Duran. C100. New York's best new music first. It's Rhythm Syndicate. Hey, Donna. C100. Those guys in the East I'll Coast. I'll have to insert yeah. a couple of those clips from YouTube. I yeah. like doing that on the podcast. Oh, where, like, definitely. if you give an example, I'll like pull a quick clip from YouTube. Do you want me to slow down? Or no, no, no. Okay, you okay. can keep going because cool. I'll, you know me. I can, yeah, yeah. I, can, I know you can chop yeah, it. Up. Yeah, I'll go sketch word scissor hand. <laughs> yeah, uh, sketch word yeah. scissor hand. That's awesome. But, um, okay, so all these people, so. You're you're recording stuff onto the one cassette tape, yeah, you know, right? Yep, yep. And you're you're setting up cue points to bypass. Did you ever record their breaks so you can kind of mimic them? Did you ever impersonate some of the jocks? To- so I would try, yeah, I would try to do that. And yeah. you know, like you do in the car now these days. Like, well, I don't know if you do, I do. Like, I've I would still it. like talk up a song. Oh, like, I would totally. Out in in radio terms, to see if you don't up mess up. Yeah, right. Just, it's just like talking like you're on the radio, and then hitting yeah. the post. Yeah, which, hitting which, the can post. Can you quickly elaborate what hitting the post is? The post is when uh, is right before or right when the vocals start uh, um, at the beginning of the song. Yes. And that's where you try to stop talking. And you stop talking. So it literally <laughs> just almost overlaps, just barely, or it lands barely. on beat. It, it has yeah. to land on the one. Oh, you yeah. know, it's my it's my FM. What is it? 104.3 my FM. And yep. then you stop. You open and close with that Hit every it. time or Hit do you it. sometimes not end with it? I try not to be too formulaic right. because these days it's more conversationalist. This is more technical stuff in radio these I days. We used to be like very like 104.3 my FM. Talk about what you want to talk about and then say 104.3 my FM. Nowadays, it's more as long as as you say at some at some point you talk about what you want to talk about right. and be relevant to the audience. So um, I know, uh, you know, people talk about stomping the post or talk. That means when you like you talk over the vocals right, right, you don't right. want to do that but back in the day they used to like sing like you're not sing but be sing-songy when oh, you're yeah. talking yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know it's 104.3 my F like when it's yeah. like some it's tricky tricky yeah, like you yeah. go, they'd the go to like a beat and, yeah. and they'd switch it up also like a parody yeah. you know rap is sketch in the morning yep. Yep. Like, yep. that's exactly. fun you know what I mean like but that's fun radio right <laughs> yeah I can make an imaging sweeper out of that by the way uh, <laughs> so let me quickly not quickly I always say quickly too much I'm going to edit that part out sure that's one of my crutches I gotta do you that's okay, another good let's thing. Talk crutches. About that. Let's talk about crutches. Do you have? Everybody has a crutch, and I feel like some crutches are somewhat signatures to people now. Uh, for example, <laughs> Howard Stern says, "In other words, you didn't have sex for six months. In other words, they threw you out of BYU." 
What is with the six months of no sex? In other words, I can't check you. Do you have anything that maybe we may not know is a crutch, but you know, like mine is quickly. I always say quickly or yeah. basically. That's a Mexican. But thing. if I start, yeah, quickly, basically. <laughs> yeah. Right? If I uh, if I start say if I tell you what they are, you're gonna listen to my show now and be like, oh, just do it again. I'll just do it again. It. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's it's things like you know, like right. Mm. I say like, hey, uh, it's one hundred four three my FM. Beautiful day, right? You're gonna be on the four hundred five, right? But it sounds uh, so good though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so good it, when it, you hear it in context. It kind of flows, yes. right? It connects your like words and stutters. Absolutely. Because um, I don't want to be like, um, like, you know, saying um is very like, I don't know. It's just one of those speech things where you just try to avoid it. It is. You want to be professional and, and avoid the ums. Um. And then I also try to, instead of saying basically, I replace it with essentially. You know, <laughs> yes. just sounds a little more smarter. That's scholarly of you. Yeah, well, thank Essentially. you. Thank you. I never okay. went to college, and and you, but you did. Okay, so let's let's go back now again. Uh, aside from the crutches, yeah. I mean, it's always exciting to talk about those little intricacies. Right? Yes. Uh, but I am more interested in in how did you learn the formula you have now, like. It seems like it was so natural to come to you. It feels uh, like you got on the air, like me, yeah. and I kind of, from observation of other DJs, kind of going, I'll do that, I won't do that, I'll take a little bit. Of, like, there was a guy named David Morales who used to be okay. on Power 106 back in the day. Mm -hmm. This guy was the DJ's DJ. To me, the this is like the early 90s, right. mid-90s. And he would just open the, even when computers started, they, they went from carts and CDs to computer, right? Scott system and such, and yeah. profit. And sometimes the computers would freeze. And he oh, would yeah. get out of it by going, oh my God, the computer's possessed. And he'd like grab an exorcist yes. cart and, and he'd play, and he'd be like, I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to sit here and pray to God. And it would, you could tell he's panicking. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause he's on the air live. But he, <laughs> and then the engineers come in and they're just like, they, you know, toggle with the buttons a little and then it goes back to normal. But the way he just on the fly comes up with stuff in the moment, have you, have you had those moments, and it, fall, it goes into the other question, is worst radio blunders you've had in your experience? Oh, I mean, I've mashed buttons before, like, where, yeah. like, I'd press two buttons at the same time, yeah. and it'd be like, you know, <laughs> a sweeper and a song, and yeah. I'd be like, I wanted the song to play, and not that sweeper where it's like, oh, you know, Elvis Duran in the morning, yeah. or like, or you're you playing know. a sweeper over the commercial. Yeah, right, and right. I've done that before. I did it actually on Kiss one time, and, uh, you know, I got a phone call after that by my boss. So. Oh, by Ivy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's the worst yeah. feeling, right? When that hotline goes off, oh, or the yeah, warm yeah. line, you're like, like, oh, well, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like shoes in the dryer, Raph. What's happening over there? <laughs> but um, a lot of uh, a lot of the little blunders would be like um, the phone calls. Like uh, if you're going to air a phone call and you take out like the board out of program where it would go on the air. So mm. like a phone call, would be like you know like hey uh, it's 102.7 Kiss FM, hello, and then it, you play the, the the phone call, but it's not going over the air. It's playing. Oh, it's, it's just but you're of, the only one going over right, the air. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. So, so it's, it's like mixed minus. Yeah, you're like yeah, it's mixed minus. You're like. Hello. So you just kind of like pick up from it. You're like, is anyone there? Oh my gosh. I think they hung up on me. Hello. And yeah. And then you play the dial tone. You're fixing it or yeah. you're fixing it while you're trying to, you know, yeah. you know, buy for time. You know, those are like, that's the worst <laughs> thing. Have you ever had a, an F-bomb go out over the air? No, because I don't try to do like interviews live or phone calls live. Right. You know, um, what about I, just playing a dirty version of a song by accident? Oh, I mean, yeah, that like, I, I remember one time I think in Philly, I was playing a song off the PC and you're like, never do that. Never play a song off a Adobe and it was like one of those like uh, you know new songs and I didn't think it was you know the radio edit I'm like this yeah. is clean right so you're playing it on Adobe I forgot what song it was but then you hear like the you know the F yeah. or the you know it's like very faint it's one of those like you don't hear it it's under the breath it's under type the breath of, yeah, kind of yeah. thing so like I'm like oh crap dump and I'm out just press that dump button on my side and then like wait for that thing to catch up so. yeah and that's like on air live editing 
Yeah, Which luckily, is, yeah, I'm on I'm on nights uh, in Philly, so it was it right. was fine. <laughs> now the formula, the formula question, like yeah. getting to where you're at now, because it is very tight, it's very seamless. You were at Kiss FM before you went yeah. to the National Guard, but before all that, being at Upstate uh, New York, then going to Philly, uh, it seems like again, like going back to, it seems like you're just a natural at it. Like you just the first time oh, you got you. on the yeah. mic. Was it? Were you really nervous? Were you, were you audibly nervous? Where your mouth is dry, all that stuff? Uh, yeah, that, I mean, the first time on the mic, of course, in Rochester, I was like nervous as yeah. hell. I was like, "What the hell am I doing?" I'm like on the radio at midnight on a Saturday, but I feel like a thousand people are listening to yeah, me. Even yeah. though it's like you know, it might have been though. Yeah, I mean, your parents were probably people. listening, yeah, right? They were listening. And what, what did they say in their kitchen? Like, you're doing good, boy. <laughs> like, you know, in their Filipino, like, you're doing good, boy. Think, you know, think, call your mom and dad. You know, like, I you know, love like, that. I, oh, put the, put, I put them on the radio before too. That's like my parents. So oh my good. god! It's Are the they best. still? They're still on, on the East Coast. Yeah, they're still on the East Coast. Mm. But you know, we got iHeartRadio. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they, they're right there on the app. No they're problem. Listening all the time. I mean, that's. I love the Filipino family support <laughs> it's system. So it's close. Yeah, it's so tight niche. And it's in a lot of ways, it's very close to Latino type of culture as well. You like, know, they're very similar. Like Joe Coy says, yes. we are the Mexicans of Asia. Yes, <laughs> we don't have Asian names. We have Latino last names. Look at our fucking last names. In my family alone, De La Fuente Santos Gonzalez. We're fucking Mexicans. We are the Mexicans of Asia. No, okay. Your venture from Philly, yeah, to Kiss FM. How did that transpire? Again, you, you're putting out your air checks on on obviously on Twitter to get to Philly. Yeah, yeah. Right? Is that the same tactic you used to get out of Philly? And totally opposite now. Oh. So, so they were actually f- searching for someone. So this is a Sketchomatic podcast. Yeah, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. Uh, five years in Philly. Okay, so I'm wow. doing my thing nights there and uh, assistant program director. And my PD was like, Hey. Uh, so how do you like Philly or how are you liking it? Because we're like talking about my contract. And I'm like, dude, this is my third contract. I love it. I might buy, might buy a house here. You know, I think I'm going to settle. Nice. And he's like, well, you might want to hold off on that because John Ivy wants to talk to you. I'm like, <gasps> what? I'm like the John Ivy, like in Kiss FM, John Ivy. And he's like, yes. So uh, he had me have a converse, uh, conversation with John and we did a like a phone thing. He's like, right. hey, I want you to come out here. Um, we'll do like, you know, a demo or what do you call a demo. Uh, audition shifts, right? right. Uh, and you'll come out during Wango Tango. I'm like, okay, cool. I've never thought about going to LA. Like, and you've never, never been to mind. LA. Never been to LA. I've been there once in San Diego, San Diego so not right. LA. Yeah, right. Um, but you like, had no interest in relocating no. to the West Coast. You weren't like, hey, I need to be on Kiss, bro. Let me be honest with you. I'm an East Coast through right. and through, bro. You are. You're yeah. an Eagles fan yeah. to the bone. <laughs> I follow yeah. you on on Instagram, and I'm like, man, this guy is no joke. Like, Sorry, you're very Chargers fan. It's all good. Yeah. Hey, man, we didn't have football teams for so long. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I'm still getting used to the fact we have football teams i'm more of a hockey basketball fan Dodgers. la kings guy i am an la kings guy right, big cool. time and i was a, a fan way way before they got the stanley cups like i was there okay at the games i went to a f- game at the forum before staples oh, center I was heard built about that. that's how old yeah, i am that... and then you know obviously staples center and now crypto but all along when they got the first one and it was a 2012 yeah. and then the second one in 2014 I was watching it on TV and root and then everybody's congratulating me for the win like I'm on the <laughs> like team you won the yeah, Stanley like, yeah, Cup yeah you know like do you get that when when do you, do you get people congratulating you when the team does <laughs> so I was actually in Philly when they won the Super Bowl so oh. I, like I was like a part of the station you know going Facebook live Instagram live I was like posting I was like tearing this up. is when you're on Kiss or no, when, no in wait, Philly in on Philly Q, okay, Q102 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there Q102 
2017 Eagles won the Super Bowl, and like yeah. it was just one of those things where like I was posting left and right about it. So people were like, "Congrats to you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome! I feel happy for you." And I'm like, "How do you I reply?" Won the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, <I'm> like, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for me doing nothing but watching them and yeah. giving my money to go to the games. Yeah, okay. I mean, that is yeah, so genius. Yeah. So you get to Ivy, you have the phone conversation, yeah. you. The phone conversation goes well, I assume. Yep. He's like, he okay. flies you out. Yep. Right here in June of nineteen, I'm going to Wango Tango. Do they I'm fly like, you first class? Uh, no. Okay. I just, <laughs> no. I, I'll edit that part. I'm just curious. No, no, yeah. no, no. They just regular flight <laughs> yeah. out here. Um, they they put me up in a hotel. They're like, all right, so come out to Wango Tango, and then we'll do an audition shift on Kiss, <laughs> like you know, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, I'm like, dope. this is so cool. I'm like, oh wow, you know, I I never thought. I thought Philly was a major market already, which it is. Mm. And I thought that was my like, oh my god, this is this is my you know a cresting moment like my yeah. um, you know top of my career yeah. and I'm like Kiss FM I'm like this is actually going to be even better and how so, old are you when this happens uh, 26 27 I mean, you're, a, you're a baby yeah, yeah, still yeah, yeah. In, in essence you're 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 yeah, a young like, adult like late 20s yeah and mm-hmm. you Obviously, you're, you know radio is now your calling. You're in L.A. You've never been really to L- You've never been to L.A. No. And now you're no. about to be on the air yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Did, were you a little nervous? Not saying nervous to be on the air because you've already been doing radio. Yeah, but yeah. But more so saying like you're nervous to be in a new city and be on the air in, in like a flagship station pretty much of the company, the, of the company mm-hmm. other than New York but right. I'd say LA's even bigger deal I would say yeah but worldwide globally worldwide yeah. globally mm-hmm. but like essentially my question is this because you'd never been here and you didn't know the city yeah right did you feel somewhat of like like I'm posing, you know what I mean? Like almost like an imp- what Big Boy would refer to as an imposter syndrome. Right, right, Did you right. feel that at all? I definitely felt that because I feel like uh, they're going to embrace me. Like Los Angeles, you know, there are people that take pride in their city growing up here, born and raised. You know, you know it. You probably feel it. Yeah. You have friends that have been here their entire lives, and it's like for me to come in here and be like, I want to own, like not to own the city, but like you know, to take ownership of the city, right, right. and, and do you your know, part embrace in it. it. Right, yeah, yeah, embrace yeah, yeah, it yeah. is to be like, hey, like, will they accept me? It's like very like I don't know if I should even try to fit in because right. it's their city. Like, it's not my city. It's You know, but we city. got a lot of fi- uh, Filipinos yeah. out here, too. I know. So, and that's, that's the that's thing, a good you know? thing, too. It's like, I can I can go ho- home knowing, like, yeah. I can go get food, like, you know, mom's food right it's here so down the street. so cool, though, you know? man, that you yeah. came out here. You, I just find that very, I'm sure you found it surreal to be in this, sitting at the hotel, waiting to go yeah. on your first shift. How did the first shift go once uh, you went on? The what? audition or yeah, the first shift? the audition. And oh. then we'll get to the first shift. Yeah, the, the audition was great. I mean, yeah. I, I was, I prepped myself. I made sure I had everything I needed to talk about. I brought some of, you know, like, you know, my notes and things. Yeah. Like, what did they consist of? Just give me an example. Just like what's going on, like, in LA that weekend. Yeah, like, Like, did you name any streets or any cities? I didn't try to go that far. Like, I try to get the major parts, like, you know, like, maybe, like, talk about LAX. Or maybe, like, 405 traffic, which is always Yeah, I try to do the 405 thing, but I didn't want to be like, you know, what's up, Arcadia? What's (laughs) up, La Habra? Like, I tried your tacos out there. King Taco. Like, shut the fuck up. I drove out there two and a half hours just to try a taco truck in the corner. Like there's ten thousand taco trucks in LA. Like you know, maybe at that time there yeah. wasn't though. Remember oh. the taco truck thing wasn't totally popping well, off like full, it is. Yeah, 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 but yeah. that is a, a very good part though to bring in taco trucks. Not yeah, to yeah. discount the yeah. ten thousand trucks, they're all delicious. They are. You just go anywhere and you, you just got to find them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now there's apps for that. But so so you <laughs> yeah. did your audition and it, and obviously Ivy loved it, right? You yeah. go back to Philly. Yep. And how long between the wait 
to hear from him, or does he hand you a contract right on the spot? No, it, it was out? about it was about a couple of weeks. He's yeah. like, "Hey, I'll I'll get back to you. You know, we'll we'll chat." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So this is I don't know. I like your Ivy well. impression. Oh, yeah. sorry, everyone. By the way, everyone at our work has. I don't one. have one. I don't. Never, have one. I don't I've never really hear him talk. Actually, he's only emailed me. Here's my impression of okay. John Ivy yeah. emailing me yeah. when he was still you know doing his tenure or not tenure. He was still in charge. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and right before he retired, he he I had to email him and oh, it was Beata on there too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Beata, and, and then she not his yeah. assistant, but she was APD. APD, right? Yep, yep. So, but some, but one of his assistants was on there too. I think it was uh, Brittany at the time, right? Remember Brittany? Little oh yeah, 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 yeah. There exists. So, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. This is before mm-hmm. COVID, and I remember I emailed, and somebody was trying to get a spot on that didn't fit the Kiss format, and I had to tell them like, hey man, this is going to be really way off if we run this. Oh, and wow. Ivy replies, and he's all, "I'm sorry, who are you again?" <laughs> It'd be more like, I'm sorry, who are you again? Yeah, exactly. And I'm all, oh, I'm Sketch. I work with Tony Sanchez. And he replied, oh, that's right. What is it again? <laughs> oh, man. That's Classic. So Just to respond and yeah. be like, uh, who are you? Yeah, again? and it was a reply all, meaning everybody Everyone was on saw it. saw it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, man, you know, it's okay, because it gave me a chance to reintroduce myself. And then Beata wrote back. She was like, Sketch, just go ahead and, and send us the spot produced, and we'll figure it out. But yeah. she knew who I was. Yeah, Luckily, yeah. she was like, oh, let me let me throw this guy a lifeline. Oh, my God, that is funny. <laughs> it was so oh. good. So, so back to you. I yeah. mean, now... Two or three weeks go by, he calls you back. Yeah, calls me back. Walk me through it. Yeah, he's just like, uh, hey, uh, so you know, like we heard, and you know, I'm doing my Ivy. Th- I don't know. I just, I, I just Ivy. fall into it. I keep just keep going, keep it. going. So like, hey, um, we're gonna send you a contract here. Just look over it, see what you like, and then you know, we'll uh, we'll go from there and uh, tell me if it's all good, and you can sign it and send it over back. You know, send wow. it back over. So did you like, did you right. have to go over it with a lawyer or an I, agent? I mean, or I go through it with. I have like friends that are lawyers, right. and I just kind of like breeze through it. Like nice. I'm not. I don't have an agent. Right. Me neither. Um, I've never had. I've never signed a contract ever. Really? for imaging or any production. It's, it's, it's wild to me when people sign con when they get contracts. I'm like, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I wouldn't even know how to read it. It's be like alien to me. Yeah, let me let me, let me tell you my first contract when I was back in Rochester. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I'm like, I feel like an athlete. You know, yeah. just like signing it. It's like minimum wage. <laughs> that yeah. brings me to an, I'm, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. It brings me to an interesting question that I've asked other talent. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't gone down the mechanical engineering road and you didn't get into radio, what do you think the RAF career path would have been? I, I think you probably would have been, A, a good cop, mm. <laughs> other than National Guard. Let's say yeah. you never went to any of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no engineering, no radio, no National Guard. I think you'd be a good athlete of some sort. Oh, God, thank and I you. Think you prob- but I think you'd be... And I don't want to go the stereotyping of like, you know, being in the, in the medicine, Filipino Doctor, thing, all that. Nurse, yeah. I think you'd good. be more, I think you really look like a fucking cop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a great thing. It maybe, is. It's the, maybe it's the mustache. It I think is. It's, it's, it's the build. Bit, yeah. It's just that build you have, Thank man. you. Yeah. It's stature. Like, yeah. Like, just, yeah. You look like you're, like, you, know, you know how like there's those cops that are like, they're fucking yoked. Right, they're big, they're young, bro. This is just fat, bro. Well, I don't know. You're look at me. I'm like a thin as a wafer over here. I mean, it's terrible. Uh, I'm like a pitcher of water. Yeah. But like, but when I see cops that are you know like you and but they're really nice. But you know, like they're they're just gunning. Like you could tell they're just like, yeah. You know no, what yeah, I mean? Not, like they, they, you don't want to set them off. You are, yeah, exactly. But they're nice as hell. Like you're just. Like, I totally hey, get like, that. Yeah, thank that. you. That's the kind of vibe I can I can see you in an alternate universe. It's oh, I, yeah. man, if we had multiverses, that'd yeah. be so cool. Um, but it's funny because you said this earlier about yourself. Like I actually um, thought about going to uh, an aeronautical university to become a pilot. 
I wanted to be a pilot. That's yeah. one of my childhood dreams. Right? To, to I like fly. pushing buttons. That's yeah. why I think I got in radio. Push buttons. Yeah, that's there's right. Buttons, but it's not death. It's like there's no life or death. Like the, You're not the going station's going to crash. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. going to die if we have dead air. Exactly. Even the term dead air is an oxymoron because it's like <laughs> nobody's dead. You know? No. It's just, exactly. just static. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, like being a pilot is one of my dreams. Yeah. I actually thought about during my choices trying to get into college and stuff, I was thinking about being a PA physician's assistant interesting what, um, what is so, that exactly uh it's pretty much being the doctor without the doctor medical like pr- uh, practice right so you don't get sued it's oh, yeah, it's that's those, kind of like a nice like little... you don't have a license yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. you're in the mix yeah you're in the mix yeah, yeah. and it gets paid well get anything paid well. yeah, yeah they get paid well but it also um, sounds like it's a lot of schooling and it kind of be boring yes a little bit yeah. but there's definitely that anchor of, of like you can be that for the rest of your life right you you're set for life yeah. it's just like obviously is that what you want to do is yeah. that how is that what's going to make you happy yeah you know and i'm like this radio stuff makes me happy. Like, I mean, you're good at it, man. Hanging with people yeah. and be interacting with all these listeners. It's so great. It's great. I just love it. You know, it's it's, it's a fun gig. And you're you know, leading me into all the right segues, my friend. I mean, you just, you have radio built into your And I've your never DNA. done a morning show. That's uh, it's okay. Now, is there something, let's jump into that. Do you think you could, I, I could see you doing a morning show. I Would can. you be interested in ever possibly, not I, saying now, yeah. but let's say five, six years down the line, you're still in radio and they say, hey, Raph, would you want to do mornings if if down the line even kiss yeah I mean, why not? Would you ever consider doing that? You know, it's funny because I, I was talking about this before I left to go to the National Guard. I want to do more programming stuff. Yeah. Like actual, like... You want to be the, the Ivy? The architect. Ah. Yes, the Ivy. Yeah, I want to be the architect of the station. Yeah. I love this whole, like, you know, we do, like, these custom intros and mm. planning and programming, like, what we're going to put in between the songs, like, yeah, yeah. the promotions yeah. and what we're doing here. Like, that's the fun part for me because I feel like you have a finished product when you present it on the air. Like, you could do that with radio, like... Like when you're an announcer, you can present it and right. you know have that finished product. But then it's like also, you know, I, I want to have something tangible and be like, this is what's happening with this station. Like you can see my FM's doing this X Y Z. The ratings are here uh, to prove it. Like I don't know. Like I hear I'm you, more, the I'm architect. More, I like I'm that. more of the building, like uh, the the brand. I think that yeah. also falls with your mechanical engineering background. That, I think a there's little, a little bit of that. It's still there. It's still there, and, yeah. and you're applying it to the architect of the radio station of right. the programming, the custom intros. I like how you said that because. Yeah. I love doing custom intro stuff for big. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, you, you re-edit a song that has Big's name in it. Personality. You know, that's and then what it goes it into the yeah. regular song. People hear it, the regular listener, and they're like, oh man, like it's almost like mysterious. How did right. they do that? You the, know? You love the creative too. And yeah. I, that's that's fun. Like I love cr- the creative as well. It's yeah. just, I also want to be part of that like success of the foundation totally. and the structure of the station. Did you so. ever do production and imaging at all in your in, in your rate? Philly? In Philly. Five years of being APD there, we actually did our own imaging. Ah. Um, so I'm, I'm a little of a production. Did you have like an announcer voice other than your radio raft voice i like, didn't do voiceover so oh. we have a voice guy right right i did a lot of the like the sounds and oh, the yeah. you know whooshes and yeah the, yeah you know, the transitions yes, the, exactly and what was the station called i'm gonna uh, do my q102 no. so, q102 philadelphia yeah. and, and, <laughs> yep 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 yeah, exactly yeah. and then the morning show name blah 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 yeah, elvis duran in the morning. elvis duran he's still on the radio he's still, he's doing still that. crushing it dude he's gonna go till he's like 102 i mean it's, <laughs> it's brilliant and they're gonna trans trans what is it called transcendence his personality and download it onto a thing. Oh, I know. It's going to be one of those like things yeah. from The Simpsons. He'll like, just be like bl- the first, the I think. Head in the water, like, you know, like <laughs> kind of like that sci-fi stuff. I like that. Uh, okay, so now you're at Kiss. You've you've left Philly. You're Now we're back. We're, we're not back, but we're, we're 
we're fast forwarding to you at Kiss. You, you've already passed your audition. You've signed the contract. Yeah. You've flown out of Philly. You've you're now you've relocated to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Where did you live at? Uh, first place was North Hills. North Hills, right there in the valley. I there's something about the valley. I just love it. I don't know. People are like, "Why are you living in the valley?" I'm like, "This." Yeah. I well, love the, valley the valley is. I don't know. It's kind of comforting. And it then, is. And then, like it the is. west. I grew up on the west side. I went to Culver City High. I lived in Santa Monica. I lived in West LA. In the '90s, it was cool. But nowadays, it's, it's out of control metropolis. Like, it's out yeah. of control. There's construction every on every street, every corner. There's a bike lane. They're their own cities now. It's, I mean, Santa Monica's yeah. huge. You got, like, yeah. you know, West LA. It's huge. too much like, to yeah. me. And I feel like the, the Valley Burbank in particular mm-hmm. is, like, a year or two behind the rest of LA. Meaning, yeah. like, it's, it's it's just calmer, it seems like. And the whole LA, uh, all Burbank shuts down at 10 p.m. It's, it's nice, quiet. It's quiet. You can go for a walk Do you outside. live in Burbank now? Uh, no, I'm actually, so it was North Hollywood. Mm. North Hollywood. So I'm I live right in North Hollywood. There. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's fine, too. It just... Um, for me, like I like to have like a garage and like be able to do stuff with my Jeep and my off-roading. So, I know like, you're I, such a man. I, I, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, are. Try to be a man. No, uh, you're such you a man, man. My, my I pedicures. See, yeah. <laughs> hey, I do. you know everybody. It's good to take care of your feet, though. Man. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you got to take care. A man's got to take care of his feet and put lotion on his feet. Exactly. You got yes. to. You got to keep just, it from being a, dry. Exactly. Um, but the valley was like great, great because like uh, my family is in Porter Ranch. I have family in Porter Ranch. Oh. I have family in Santa Clarita. So it's like I yeah, easy to access and see them. And everything's twenty minutes from each. Other you know, LA. they got a jolly bee up there in Panorama City. I, yeah. I you know, Filipino chicken is oh, the best. <laughs> man, I, it's making me hungry right now. I know. It's I see you on your weekend getaways. You you seem to travel quite a bit. I'm when I follow you on Instagram, the weekend comes. You're on a plane and you're flying somewhere to go s- to some show. What's that like? You're you're literally traveling more than the president. It's uh, <laughs> but it's more like it's more like baller in a budget. Like I use yeah. mileage. Mm. I use like you know I go on cheap flights and a lot of it now is more for like um, baseball stadiums. One of my uh, one yeah. of my goals is bucket list is to go see every major league ballpark. So right now I'm at like 15. I'm halfway through. Whoa! And I actually just went to Angel Stadium for the first time this year. Yeah. Um, to see Shohei Shohei Otani. It's Ohtani. nice down there, huh? It's over nice. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice over there. But like, I mean, obviously, I've been to Dodger Stadium quite a yeah. few times, and I love Dodger Stadium. Like, but it's so. Are you cool a Dodgers to see. fan at all? Uh, I mean, like, I have considering you're now LA. I have an affinity for them, yeah. but um. I grew up as a Yankee fan, uh-huh. and then I was a Phillies fan in in Philadelphia. So, right. like, I love the sport of baseball because totally. I grew up playing baseball, little league, high school, college. So, the game of baseball, the sport, is something near and dear to me. So, and like, I think that's what you'd be if you didn't get into radio or none of the other oh, stuff. Man. Would be a baseball player. Yeah, I, I think that's so. another one. That's you another look like one. that too. You look like the <laughs> bro, perfect Phil- what what position? I played second base and uh, outfield, left field. So, bro, if they like drafted me right now, I'd be like, I'd be. You right do it. There. I'd be there. Yeah, Dodgers. Yeah. If you're listening, Angels. If you need me, I no, will. Oh, that's here. a good one. Now, yeah. what if they were like, "We'll give you a spot on the Dodgers"? Would you? Would you feel like you're betraying Philly? No, because no. I would. I would play baseball. Yeah, it's the game of baseball. I hear you. I on would. That. I would wear the Dodger uniform proudly. I, I hear mean, you. On you that. know, it's it's one of those things. Like. It's and you visited 15 stadiums so far. Yeah, out of the 30, whatever, 32. There, that's yeah. what I was going to ask. Yeah. How many are there? There's like 30, 32, I think 30 teams. Damn, you're halfway there. through, man. Yeah. yeah, I started back in like early 2000s when I was like a kid. Like I, my dad took me to like Yankee Stadium. I mean, there's so much to went cover to here. Fenway Park. Your, your yeah. life is quite fascinating in the sense <laughs> that you were you went from, from the East Coast to LA under the most surreal conditions of never living here, but really adapting quite Fast, if you, Bro, if you, would you agree that yeah, you did? Let me tell you, when I say like my career, like bringing me yeah. here to LA, it's just like 
it's still like I have to pinch myself because right. there are people that work in radio that that are nomads or what do you call them? Radio gypsies. Yeah. That go That's from me. market to <laughs> <I'm> market. <just> <laughs> That's you. Market to market, yeah. little city to little city, trying to find their way and just trying to find a big break for them. And right. I, like, oh, I, some of them just like working in the lo- like the smaller do. markets. Yeah, but I don't want to like I don't want to yeah. take my 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 opportunities for granted. Like, no, you know, I hear you on that, man. You know, and it's it's funny because you know they're everyone has the same thing. Like people get burned out, you know, yeah. and, and that was part of the, one of the things with the national guard. Like I was like, maybe I'm burned out from radio. Maybe I need to take a break and just go. And so I, that's why I left. Ah, Kiss. Now that's why I wanted to get into. Yeah. So, so let's really quickly, I want to jump, jump, jump. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they'll do jumps. You, you're in kiss. You're doing great. Uh, let's before we get to the National Guard departure and then miraculous return, which really got me excited. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be honest, I didn't even really know you. I just knew of you be- through Tony. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he, "This guy's good. He's good. He's good." <gasps> when he first came on, when you were on Kiss, yeah, yeah. and you were doing like filler stuff, like you're doing filling. At one point, I oh. remember when I got here, you were kind of like back and forth. You weren't totally. Like I was were doing you? some weird like right? midday shift. Yeah. It was like eleven to two, and then I was doing like twelve yeah. to three. See, I wasn't yeah. certain with what the shifts were and, and your history. I just knew you were dope. Like yeah. I was like, this guy's like EJ. He Appreciate just gets you. it. He does a thirty. It's a thirty. Fifteen. It's a fifteen. It's maybe sixteen. That kind of shit gets my. <laughs> yeah, I found yeah, yeah. great admiration for people who do their job accurately. Oh, yeah, okay? thank you. I, I yeah. just wanted to you know make a good impression and be yeah. like, hey, I'm at a. I'm in the big leagues, the big big leagues. Yeah, now. big huge massive yeah. accountability leagues. Yeah, and, so, and yeah, there's no excuses. So exactly. So you get here, and then I was going to say, so in the middle of you being here, tell me about some of your most interesting interactions with celebrities like like artists because you know obviously you you came here and you weren't from la but you went to a few shows is there any in one that stands out from the rest no it's just funny because like uh it's a lot of it is here because i still Uh get starstruck when i'm like walking into people that are like huge celebrities in my office i'm like so my first week i was here and i don't remember uh which day it was but i was like walking through the office going to see john ivy in his office right uh, I, I, I run into like, uh, someone here is like, Hey, I want to introduce to you. Uh, here's Sam Smith. I'm like, Oh, Sam Smith. I'm like, what? I know who Sam Smith is. I've yeah. seen you like, Hey Sam, how are you? It's Raph, right. you know, Hey, <laughs> knowing that I interviewed him in Philly one time and he's like, I probably, he probably does not remember. Do you me. bring that up? Do you, no, nah, I don't bring it up because right. it's like, it's one of those things, unless I've actually interviewed them a few times. Like, like if it was Zed, I've interviewed Zed a few times and I'm like, if Zed comes up, we're like, yo bro, you know, it's nice so to see you. So you know Zed a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. have a little have bit of a relationship, a rapport, right? Rapport. A rapport. Right, Rapport, right. Yeah. Uh, acquaintance. Acquaintance, say, yeah, yes. Acquaintance. So, like that that same day, it was like Sam Smith. I was like going to the bathroom and I literally run into Chance the Rapper. Like, what? I was like, I see, you know, the three in the hat. And I'm like, this. Excuse me. I'm like, sorry. I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, starstruck in the middle of. We're like, stay, you know, like that moment where you're totally. like, you're you open the door and you're like staring at each other, but it feels like a lifetime. Yeah, it was only like two seconds. It, but in it's like dream world. Yeah. It lasts for you're an like, eternity. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, sorry. sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. And then I move over and go to the bathroom. Oh man, like, that's Chance the Rapper, and he's wearing his three hat. <laughs> yeah. It's just a total like, yeah, that's him, and that's it. Do you meet him later? Do you go yeah. back and say, hey, uh, what's up again? I wonder. Like, I'm like, where is he going? So I know. Like, you know. You wander the studios. Yeah, you're I'm like, oh, he's with Big. I'm like, I'm not going to bother them. I'm not going to walk in. He might be sitting with Doc or Ivy. You know, you never know. But still, out of all the interactions, what is the one that really was like, holy crap, you won't believe what just happened? Like, you know, I saw so-and-so. Even if it was a backstage you know, encounter type of thing. Uh, In in, in L.A.? In L.A. Or just, no, in all of your radio career, which is the one 
interaction encounter that you, uh, was a celebrity artist that really, really uh, were going to be like oh. memorable. Yeah. Like I feel like memorable was like the one time uh, I was actually in an event in Atlantic City when I was doing Philly and Q102. Uh, so I was hosting Flo. R- I was hosting the event as like the DJ, uh-huh. and then Flo Rida was going to perform later that uh-huh. night. So I'm like going in there, going on stage. Oh, give it Flo Rida. He comes up to me. He like fucking. You know, oh, sorry. Did I just swear? No, you can't. No, you can curse was, on this podcast. I'm so used yeah. to like. You know, I love. He, I was going to ask you yeah. if you curse at all. That was going to be my next question. Oh, yeah, actually. I do. Yeah, yeah, so I, I did. Please, curse right? as much yeah, as you want. So I, he fucking like he slaps me up. He's like, yeah, thanks, bro, for introducing yeah. me. I'm like, this guy's so cool. He's so cool. So I like standing on the side there, watch his performance. He comes down, he's done. And then he's like, yo, come over here. Come over here. He's like waving me over. Yeah. like To the VIP like, table? Yeah, he's like, come to my table here. Like, we're going to do shots. We're going to hang out. He's like talking to me like a normal person. Like, yo, how's your family? Like, yo, I have family up in Rochester too. His mom's what? up there. I'm like, bro, this guy's having a conversation with me. And like, he is giving me his attention. And like, this is at the height of Flow Riders, like yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. And like in the middle of a club, music's blaring, lights are flashing, girls and he's like, are just dancing, yeah, girls dancing, and he's like one on one, just having a, a real one, a heart to heart, heart to heart. So yeah. I'm like, this is like, this is one of those moments where I'm like, man. I go through all these artists and interview them and I never have like, you know, like personal time with them. We're just talking, you know, right. small talk. Right. This guy's like, wants to know my He's life He's like story. interviewing you. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> this guy's really cool. So Flo Rida is definitely That's, always a memorable. Shout out to Flo Rida. Flo, man. man. I always felt it was a very creative flip on the name Florida. Yeah. Flow right. It's the spelled the same way with just the the, the hyphen yeah, the in the hyphen middle. And the R but right, it's Florida. just F L O R I D A. Flow right. I mean, yeah. how and it's been there since the beginning right. of the country, practically. Yeah. He I, just comes up with it. He's just, just like, just put a dot in the middle, right? There. Flow Flow Rider. <laughs> What's good? This your boy Flow Rider. Oh yeah. man. So I mean that's so memorable. I'm yeah. like, this guy's so cool, you know? Believe that. That's great. That's great. So, I mean my best. I'll just yeah, well, quickly reiterate because I said this on episode one of the podcast. My because when I was gathering, like, what should I talk about on the podcast? Before I was booking guests, I was just kind of just giving origins of myself. Yeah, but mine was meeting and working with Busta Rhymes. Oh, uh, yeah, in nineteen ninety eight, and I I was nineteen years old, just got hired at Power. And maybe about a uh, almost a year, maybe about six months ago, but we were doing bits in the morning. Yeah. And Fuzzy, who used to work with Big Boys Neighborhood here uh, at Power and here, and now hosts his own podcast with Quincy FAQ Podcast. Mm-hmm. But he was at Smoke and Grooves concert, and to paraphrase, he comes back the next day and Fuzzy saying, "Yo, I just saw Buster Rhymes, and he said he loves the bits, the lifestyles of the rich and racist bit that we're doing." <laughs> And he was like, and I goes, oh, that's our, Fuzzy's like, that's our guy Sketch who produces them and, and Jeff Schimmel who writes them. Yeah. And then the next day or two go by and he, and Busta shows up at the station uh-huh. and he's standing there with his entourage and I'm like, Mr. Rhymes, mm. I'm Sketch. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I don't even, I called him Mr. Rhymes. Mr. Yeah, Mr. So Rhymes. Formal, but I was like, like, I didn't know what else to say. I didn't know what his legal name. Yeah. You're like, yeah. just Mr. Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, hello, Trevor Smith. Yeah. But, but uh, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm Sketch. I'm the guy who produced the uh, bits that Fuzzy said, did you really? And he's like, yo, we got to go talk. Oh, then he go. takes us into the, he takes me into the, I take him into the studio or big boy's office and we talk with Jeff Schimmel and we end up producing the bit the intro and the bits on the extinction level of an album no way yeah that's and there's young 19 year old sketch on there and i'm a, one of the bits but the intro was like the biggest part can we of hear it. a little bit of that yeah yeah i'll right, play i'll put- play a quick little clip right here i've actually played this clip before but i'll reiterate it for the people right, cool. that are just joining the podcast yes. who have, may have not heard episode one i thought i told 
you a thousand times, stop listening to that shit. Oh, come on, Mom, let's bust a rhyme. Don't talk back to your mother. Gang members are the only ones that listen to that crap. Just, just listen to one of Buster Rhyme's songs. Trust me, you'll like it. Just listen. Okay, but this better be good, god damn it. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. that's so cool, right? Not bad. I'm I mean, so that's I'm so proud of it. Like that's like an yeah. album that's always gonna live for. Like it's forever. It's, it's part forever. of my history it's now. Forever. Yeah. yeah, and even DJ Ao from Real 92.3, yeah. formerly of Real 92.3. No, he's still on Real 92.3. He's just doing a show oh, for Miami, yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. also a, a program director over there. I mean, these guys are doing many, many hats. So are you? Yeah, we're but, all busy. <laughs> but even he walked up to me. He's all, I saw him at El Tacaria in Studio City. Okay, right off yeah. Moore Park in Tahunga. And I was just barely kind of just starting uh, they to know AO because it's like 2015, maybe 2016. Okay. The station had just started. Right. And I see him and he's all, hey. I go, hey, AO, what's up? And he's all, hey, what's up, Sketch? And he kind of looks at me, AO, mm-hmm. and he, and he studies, studies me for a second. And then he looks at his girlfriend at, at you know he's sitting with and he goes, and he never takes his eyes off me. And he goes, baby, this is Sketch. <laughs> Sketch works for big boy. Allah doesn't take his eyes off me, just completely honed in on me. And he goes, Sketch works for Big Boy and did the intro for Buster Rhymes Extinction nice. Level. And I'm like, man, that's crazy that you that's know so that cool. about me. And I had no idea that it just goes to show the vast, the vastness of how many people oh, you yeah. can reach and stuff. Which and also, it impacts their lives too. Yeah. You know? Speaking of impacting lives, you've obviously impacted a lot of lives <laughs> by going into the National Guard. So let's now go into that part of the story with you, Raph, is you're at KISS FM. You do how many years at KISS? Yeah, it was about two. Two years. Yeah. Not too long, no. but just enough. And this is before COVID hit, right? Yeah. So yeah. you mm-hmm. decided... Actually, what, during COVID, yeah. Was it, was, it right at, during COVID that you decided so, to go into National Guard? Yeah, uh, during COVID. It was like wow. two, 2021. Yeah. And now, what made you do that? Uh, so, you know, it that was decision. one of those things. Well, I was actually backstory. Like I've mm-hmm. been in the guard part time already. Uh, so I knew what I was getting myself into. Right. didn't have to go to basic training. That was all done like 10 years ago. Um, but, uh, I think it was one of those things where like, you know, you have kind of come to Jesus moment, a little reeval of your life and you're like, especially during COVID, a lot of people did, Yeah, uh, you know, they always talk about the great resignation <laughs> and everybody leaving their jobs. Yeah. For me, it was just like a little burnout. I think it was just, uh, man, I've just been, you know, grinding. For I hear you, man. 14 yeah. years. It wasn't just the two years at KISS. You no. mean all the years. Five co- years in Philly, cumulated. seven years yeah. in Rochester. So it was about 14 years and it just, yeah, I was just like, man, what should I do next? What am I doing next? Is it, is it enough? Is this worth it? Like, right. you know, have all these questions ranked right, through your right. head. So I'm just like, all right, you know, maybe I should try something different. And I knew people out in the National Guard and they were like, hey, let's, we'll get you back in and we'll put you in full time. And, see and if how you like does that it. work? Do you just call? And like, what, what do you <laughs> There's do? There's recruiters and, you know, you take the recruiters. They know what, you know, the units you were at before. They contact them and it's a whole process. Is there ranking? In yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what are you like, ranked in the National Guard? Uh, it's an E4, so specialist. Um, E40? No. E40. E40. <laughs> yeah. So, like it's a junior uh junior enlisted um but then you know there's also like the sergeants and stuff which i'm already on track to be one i just didn't get promoted yet because obviously that takes some time and i i would have to leave here again you know now when covid hit you were you you obviously you transitioned from kiss to uh, national i'm sorry to the national guard right yep and then and then i was gonna say coast guard i'm sorry because my neighbor's actually in the coast guard where i live yeah yeah semper paratus right now you 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 call the recruit or you call your just your old office. They, they yep. bring you back in. Yep. Do you leave L.A.? 
Yeah, so I uh, actually did leave LA. Where did you I went relocate? On military leave, and I went back to New York, uh, oh. back to my hometown. That's where uh, a lot of that uh, National Guard stuff took place. And is it just a culture shock? Re like a re? It's like almost you're reintroducing yourself, readapting into this new this life you've lived once. Yeah. But now you you had the taste of fame and and some f- like fortune in radio it, and getting to kiss, yeah. interviewing, getting at VIP flow rider tables, and now you're back in the National Guard. Yeah, <laughs> and and now you're just like, is there any a moment you doubt yourself? Yeah, you know, you do doubt yourself. I think this is the right move. And like for me, it went from like you mm. know big city from Philly and L.A. to like back to small town, hometown Rochester. It was like definitely yeah. going from like a hundred miles an hour to about like. 45 miles an hour. And so it just definitely like slowed you down and you kind of felt like it was a little bit slower paced and yeah. you do get bored. Um, right. But it for me, it was, like, a, it was a nice, it was a breath of fresh air for uh, a second. Yeah, it's like a break yeah. and you get to reevaluate, reflect. Yeah. And and did you have to do anything? Like, because obviously when the pandemic was really hitting and things were kind of out of control and right. you're in New York, <clears throat> What was it like? What was the temperature like out there? Not physically, like literally, was it cold? Oh, but it I mean, was cold, with, with yeah. everything yeah. going on, did you have to go out and do shit? Like, did you have to? What did you have to do? Well, I, for like, as far as the like, National Guard stuff, yeah, like I when mean, you were there during COVID, like, yeah. did, did you ever get called out to go have to go take vaccine? You know, oh, so it depends on who you were mm. and like what job you had. Like, I wasn't part of the medical team, so like they had medical people to take care okay. of that. So we did a lot more of the like the helicopter. Uh, I was a helicopter repair. Wow, I, I am a helicopter repair. What? Um, yeah, so I fixed. Uh, CH-47 Boeing's So not all because of the mechanical engineering, right? See, there it goes. Oh my so God. See, I pay attention. I see, there you go, you do. And I'm, you know, fulfilling those little holes in my life where I'm like, okay, there's a 10% of me that still wants that. You know Damn, what I mean? Raph, that's so amazing so, though that you recalled that skill that yeah. you previously learned that you kind of was laying dormant for yeah. years, mm-hmm. over a decade. A decade, yeah. And then you get back in the National Guard and you get into helicopter repair. You because I love fl- aviation. Yeah, I, you, you know, can't fly helicopters, though, no, right? I'm Would not you trained. ever want to? Uh, helicopters, sure, but I'm not into it. I'm more into fixed wing, yeah, like yeah. wing aircraft. Like, oh, yeah. That's still amazing, though. So. I mean, okay, so so now you're- <laughs> It's a fi- lot. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, do you get paid well in National Guard? Uh, it's all based off rank, so, right. you know, it depends. So yeah. E4. E4, it's E4. Four pay. It's right. E4, E4 pay. We'll just leave it at that. No, I hear you. I don't want. I didn't need an exact number. I'm just more of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. can you live off that? Oh yeah, you can okay. live off that. You yeah. can live off sergeant's pay. And there's perks that come like, with it, right? Yeah, you get VA home loans. You wow. get the you get the school repayment stuff. So there are benefits to joining. There's bonuses if you sign up. There's like twenty thousand dollar signing bonuses, things like that. So which is not, better though, <laughs> radio life or National Guard life? I mean, there's. Pros and, cons pros, and cons. pros and cons. Pros and cons. Yeah, pros and cons. Uh, but you know, radio's fun. Right. Um, it is. It's very freeing. But you know, it's also you, you you know get into bad spots. Like if you're in a bad company or a bad, bad market, market. Yeah. Um, you definitely don't have the same. Or experience. the station takes a hit for some crazy shit yeah. that someone might have done, like you a know, jock ex- or something. Experience here might not be the same as yeah. an experience in you know uh, Boise, Idaho. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so, now let's now let's venture back from yeah. from National Guard RAF and, mm-hmm. and mechanical engineering <laughs> RAF fixing helicopters, Boeing, yeah. and all this. Uh, I, I like to know that if some shit goes down in L.A. I'm coming straight to RAF. I, I know I'm, I'm going straight to you. If the zombies start attacking, I know where to go, who to call. Yeah. RAF I'll is try to ma- fix it. Yeah. Well, at least you'll know how to fix the helicopter. Yeah, there we right? go. To make the escape, yes. So now we're back in L.A. Now, you, what brings you back to L.A.? Because when I got the news that you would return, yeah. and this is right before you became, which I want to talk about as well, the APD and, yeah. and uh, what is it, Afternoon Drive on My FM, yep, right? Afternoon Drive, so, APD. So 
but you returned to Kiss originally, right? Or did you no, come I right, went right back? to my FM? Ah, okay. So, okay. or uh, really, it was just like an opportunity that came through. Like I, uh, you know, I was like, hey. Um, you know, maybe I should do some, maybe I should get back to radio because, yeah. but I want to do it my way and mm. not be like, I wouldn't say a slave to the, to the business. I want to like be able to carve my own path to grow the way I want to grow. Right. You know? So I was like, I want to do more programming. I don't want to just be on air. Cause I was doing like markets out of market stuff for like 15 different stations, 20 different stations. Yeah. And then, you know, you get burned out, you know, I was yeah. just like, the voice track I'm doing the right. same thing for 10 different markets. And it's like, I want to do other things. I experienced what EJ did. I sat in with him, yeah. like him voice tracking. Yeah, exactly what EJ was doing. It's crazy, man. Yeah. We, oh yeah. Me and him, we, we were on the same wavelength. Yeah, so, yeah. um, but yeah, what brought me back was like, Hey, I want to grow. I want to do management things. I want to do programming. I want to actually learn the architecture, the architecture, yeah. the, the, the foundations of radio. And, yeah. um, you know, I told that, to, you know, the people here and, you know, they brought me they're like hey we have an opportunity coming like hey you want to you want it did you, you know, tell it to jeffries was he still in charge uh, of no time? it was john peak already john peak, jeffries yeah, yeah. left when i was yeah. still i here, wanted to so. do my my jeffries yeah. impression all right mate yeah oh yeah <laughs> he's like what... let's do a walkabout sketch and show your office <laughs> all right <laughs> that's yeah. a good one yeah and he, he did it he did it for me and i asked him i was like uh andrew i was like can you do an american accent he's like oh mate, i don't know you know it's like a garage he's all you Americans, where you say garage, and he did it really well, and I was all, "That's good, keep going." He's well, all, "No, that's it." It's like you know, Spider Man, like Tom Holland, like totally, he's British. But oh like, my god, he speaks really good he's English. Fantastic! I love the British, full on British guys that come over and do and American, they do American and you don't know they're British until they see you. See, like nope. what's his name, Des, uh, Desmond, uh, the guy from uh, Snowfall. Forget his name, Idris Desmond or something. Des okay, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 British guy. I mean, he plays Frank on Snowfall. I thought he was totally American. He's and you know he's a black gentleman, which makes it even more sexier yeah. and seductive because you're like, whoa! And then he was on Big Show, and he's like, hey, well, when I got the role, you know, and I, got to, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! Dude, yeah, I mean, he's British. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's impressive. Do you think? We can't do it, right? We can't be British. I we can't can be British. You can't do it. I, mean, I can't hear be British. British, British. Oh, man. Now you put me on the spot. <laughs> no, there, like, I'm going to you know, play some British music get, behind it. Get my fish and chips here. You're going to get some fish and chips, oh, mate. Her Majesty the Queen. The Majesty. To, um, Speak dear. on the Queen's God, passing. God save the Queen. <laughs> Uh, fish God and chips save the green, mate. Bloody hell. Why did she have to croak? Beatles. 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 Oh, yeah. The Beatles. Yeah. Uh, Ringo. Ringo. <laughs> Let's see. Who else we got here? Paul McCartney. Uh, what about like... Um, John John Lennon. John Lennon. Some of the British actors like uh, Michael Gambon. <laughs> Michael Gambon is uh, one of the... I love 007. 007 is my right. favorite movie series. Uh, we do uh, uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Blue Eyes. Blue you like eyes. Blue Eyes 007. Yes, Scottish Sean Connery. Do you think that the radio would still be the same if we, we <laughs> spoke in a British accent. Do you think your show would be the same? I don't know, but you know what? They have Capital FM there and they talk about British <laughs> Spears and how she's just got mad and crazy. Oh, know, wow. yeah. gotta, do they have American um, DJs in, in London, in Britain? I'm sure they do. They ha they call them presenters. They're not DJs. What? They're uh, presenters. What? Yeah, because wow. I, I know uh, a lot of British uh, like production companies that they, like, you know, Is there iHeart in, in Britain? Um, I don't think there's iHeart there. Fair no, enough. there's iHeart in uh, Australia. So, yeah. like, there's a show called Kyle and Jackie O there morning show oh. they're on kiss 1065 what about there. new zealand where jeffries is oh from. yeah they have iheartradio yeah. there he probably he, brought iheartradio yeah, to yeah. It's country. you gotta have this mate it's like, hey, you gotta mate, have it here yeah have, put it in your garage <laughs> <laughs> listen everywhere on your app <laughs> wow okay so so now you come back i gotta go back to this so you come back to la now you're you're offered the apd afternoon mm -hmm. drive mm -hmm. from being back in national guard now yeah. 
it's like talk about the extreme polar opposites of careers. Oh right? yeah, totally. You, and not just once, but twice, but three, and now four. Like you're, yeah, it's almost like a boomerang. Forth. Yeah, yeah. No, right? I do a little boomerang in yeah. my career. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. You you find what you like and you don't like, and it's like people say, like, why do you ch- keep changing? And it's like, right. hey, you're not gonna know. You're never right. gonna know until you try. Well, it's not even you if know? you didn't like it, but it's interesting to. It, I, I find it fascinating that, yeah. to know, like, you were able to do that to do that right. and do it well it, because a lot of people right. can't do that you know the majority of people it's hard for them to change careers like that and for you it seemed like just like a <laughs> like you just kind of you know change you turn the car in the other direction it's funny because like all like when i you know for my jobs and what i do when i get things done i always look at ex- expectations and i just kind of like you not conform, but like you, there's expectations set and you just meet them. And yeah. I just feel like you just do it. You think that's your National Guard training? I think it is. It like is, it huh? just, you just The meet, discipline. You, you you train a standard, not to yeah. time. So just get to the standard and do the standard, you know, and no one's going to have a problem with you, you know? Yeah, man, that's really well so, said, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like I like how you're able to apply the, the training and everything, all your whole, all the elements of your life, including uh-huh. your parents, all kind of play into your yeah. career path and how it came to be here. So once you get back to LA and your APD, who's the program director of my FM? Uh, John Peak. John. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, John Peak. My he's my VP. Yeah. I I just had to email him the other day. I had to rant about some frustration, and he always told me, he goes, "Sketch, if you have a problem, just email me." <laughs> so you do. And I'm like, "Are you sure? Because yeah. I'm going to be emailing you a lot." He was like, "I want to know what's going on in your daily life. Feel free to email me anytime." I'm like, there "Okay." I'm emailing him paragraph emails. Oh, like it. Some of it's a little frustrating. Yeah, grievances. yeah, just a little bit. But it's only between me and him, and most likely yeah. it's never going to get out because I don't, I'm not trying to get people in trouble. It's just you know, in commercial production, in radio, you have to manage. It. There's oh, a yeah. yeah it's a like I'm a nanny. Yeah. I'm a nanny. I should have gotten into be. If you were to ask me, a sketch, handmade tale. Yeah, <laughs> it's sketch. Is there a new season in that? By the uh, way, probably, did you yeah. did you see that on the ad for that? To be honest, I don't watch it. What oh. what is what's the ad? I saw it on TikTok today. Oh, no. I got on TikTok. They show one ad before mm-hmm. the app fully launches, and it's all Handmaid's Tale, <laughs> new season. And I'm like, oh, I just finished. I thought it was over with. Yeah, there's another season. I think yeah. there's an. It's fantastic. I gotta watch it. It's really Add that to Elizabeth my list. Moss gets the shit beat out of her, and then comes back with a vengeance. That's crazy. It's great. You got to see it. It's have, really good. Do you watch Cobra Kai? I have seen Cobra Kai. I have love Cobra Kai. Have you new, seen I haven't new gotten season? to the newest season. Best I, season ever. I, really? Best Is it over ever. yet? No, it's still happening. Season five just happened. It, it, they it's just over. dropped it. It's not over. Oh, okay. They they dropped they, the whole season. The whole thing is out. They oh. they do that. They launch it by the bulk. Let they just, don't give you one. No, per they week. don't do like right. the Disney thing. But right. let me tell you, like the writing, the character arcs. It's the best season ever. It is. Why Cobra is that? Why why what attracts you to Cobra Kai? Were you a Karate Kid fan? I love Karate Kid. Yes, and then like just to see like the character from. Macchio? Yeah, Raph. It's not Ralph Macchio. It's, it's Raph, Raph Macchio. Yeah. And then I play a little, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, I just loved um, the whole Karate Kid thing. Yeah. And uh, Cobra Kai it just was so like it's the discipline thing. I think yeah. it's I think it's the whole discipline, learning something yeah. new, and just being able to wax apply on, wax that off, and apply that to your life. It's not just the. Karate. I was a big fan too. My sister yeah. got me into it, and I yeah. saw part one, two, and three. I don't really remember part three as much as it I remember the first two. Yeah. Weird, like but not, the fact yeah. that they were able to reboot that with those same actors and a new audience, and too. it comes back, I think even stronger. It's 
very hit and miss with those 80s actors. Yeah, some of them are like, oh, why like are you bringing ja- them back? Jason Bateman was one of yeah. the few with yep. Ozark and Ozark's all the other stuff he's done. Too. You know, but like, I don't know. I, I, I'm a big fan of it. I have to get into that. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit more. I, I know I'm going to have to wrap up with you because we've already, <laughs> I've, I've kept you here for like 20 hours. Is it 15 hours already? Holy yeah, crap. Uh, the sun is, I think your shift's starting. Yeah, <laughs> I got to go soon. Yeah, yeah. My shift. But I mean, I could talk radio shop with you all day. All day. It's so it's interesting. Fun. Yeah. To get to know you, Raph, as, as a co-worker. Thank you. As a co- I know that we, we've conversed on DMs before about going to grab a bite to eat. We have to. Uh, I would we love to go to. grab a burger or something down the street. I don't have a car anymore, so you have to drive one I'll of drive your dope you. Jeeps. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you can just drop me off, you know. Yeah, or I I'll walk the, home. You want me to take the doors off and the top down? Yeah. So we'll do that sometime. <laughs> go out to Vasco's Rocks. You know do Vasco's go, Rocks? No. Have you ever been out there? Uh, no, they I've never been They used to film there. like Star Trek and stuff. It's very well known. It's, I don't, it's going up towards like, you know. The desert. I was going to suggest a Sixth Street Bridge and just do donuts or I've something. I've never been know. to this. I want to go. <laughs> Everyone talks about I wanna it. I want to go get my hair cut on so, the Sixth yeah. Street Bridge. <laughs> you know, okay, I see those things on TikTok. I actually drove over it the other day. I was uh, going to a concert at the Novo in downtown, yeah. and it's so beautiful driving into the, the city and seeing the skyline. But, I saw your post. Yeah. Dude, I just want to say, like, it, like the people that are messing it up, like, why? Like, let's not ruin That's it. That's LA. It's, it's, but it's like, it's so yeah. beautiful. Like, there's so many great things yeah. about LA that I I, uh, I appreciate and adore yeah. as well, even though I'm not a, you know, a born and raised here but it's just like why i think you're an angelino now though. angelino yeah oh, because it takes five you. years usually five years is the, the mark but i think for you i'm at three you so catapulted to the front i think of that oh. line because not only because of of you being a kiss but because of how fast you can adapt and i think you get a pass as well because you're you're military oh i think military no matter what they get a pass i get a military discount always <laughs> always no matter what because it's like dude you're putting your your neck on no, the line and i'm not it. doing shit but complaining yeah i gotta go to i gotta go to stockton for that i gotta drill still i still do one weekend a month really yeah. are you a drill sergeant no 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 oh. um drill uh drill weekends you look like you could be a drill oh sergeant man too, dude yeah. don't it's even the mustache. Me, don't even get me started it's with that because I'll, totally, I'll totally tell some people straight out straight out you, you know? could be like that for halloween you could be sergeant <laughs> drill sergeant raf with yeah. the Glasses in the Ralph hat. Macchio. Yeah. 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 Sergeant Ralph Macchio. Yeah, man. But, okay, can we quickly sum up? Can we review yeah. the, just the APD position, which I would like to formally say congratulations on? Oh, I'm man. so happy that you're you're you have that position, and that Thank I can you. call on you if I need something. You know, something voiced. I'll do it for yeah. you. Well, I mean, I you're here you. on my podcast, yeah. which was insane. I voiced for 20 hours. I mean, yeah, year. we're literally <laughs> we're setting a Guinness Book of World Records for the longest podcast. I mean, this is Joe. Rogan goes pretty long. It's like extra innings and Dodgers, Dodger games. So that's free yeah. baseball. Free baseball. Yes. I love it. All right, so Raph, <laughs> uh, uh, can you can you really quickly sum up uh, anything that you'd like to tell the person listening to this podcast right now about who may want to get into radio or DJing or or even mechanical engineering yeah. or national guard i mean you you wear so many hats well you know it's 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 simple like don't tell anyone that they can't you can't do anything you know like if, if someone tells you you can't do anything don't listen to them yeah. you know, like, especially you, filipino yeah especially if you're filipino <laughs> yeah. you can do whatever you want you don't have to be just a nurse or a doctor right <laughs> you know like but uh seriously though uh yeah. man you just work hard you know the right people it's not just who you know but like it's also the hard work you got to put the work in yeah and when you pay your dues you're always paying the dues you know rent's always due don't get complacent don't get right. complacent 
complacent because you start getting complacent. You think you're the shit. Right. Then you know you're start going to start to slip, and people can, can see that. They, they see, see that a lot that right in radio. You. A lot in radio, not just here, everywhere. You know, in you radio. think you work in radio for 17 years and you're doing one thing. It's yeah. like, oh, you can't be doing one yeah. thing, bro. There's like, always room for improvement. Right. You There's know? always room for improvement, yeah. and and you always want to grow anyway. So like, if you're doing something for 17 years, and you want to grow. You you know you sketch probably want to do other things too. Like I'm you doing wanna, this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. This is something. This is something. <laughs> it's a creative outs- outlet. Yeah, and yeah. it's outside your realm of what you were normally doing. Exactly. For your you have to, to put yourself into an uncomfortable position to kind of learn more about yourself, which you've done, man. Oh, you've man. definitely done that multiple times. So hats off to you, Raf. Sometimes I wonder, like, why the hell? I'm, why did I do that? I'm yeah. like, I couldn't do that now if I tried again. <laughs> Last question: yeah. Are there any regrets that you have in in any of your choices that you've made? Because it seems like you've made the pretty right choices. You seem like a very content, happy person. Did you have any relationship regrets? Did you were you in a relationship when you moved out here? Did you have to juggle that? You, you know? know, I've been lucky to not have a relationship when I had to make these decisions. Ah, it was yeah. very like easy for me yeah. because it's like, all right, I can just do this. If if it doesn't go right, I can just find the, right. ne- the next. Nothing thing. to lose. Nothing really. to lose or really. hurt anybody's feelings to get exactly. Hurt, right? You know, and I'm a family guy. Like I love my parents and my yeah. niece and nephew. I want to see them, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to be back in the East Coast because right. they're all there. But you know, I'm like, well, if I could make the money, if I could do what I want to want to do here and be able to go fly back and visit, like that's fine with me too. Right. Like I can bring them out here. Like if I can afford that, if I can afford that for my family to come out here and visit me, like then it's the same thing as just being there. So yeah, yeah. especially now, the distance measured in time, not miles. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it takes five hours to get from here to New York, typically. Yeah. Depending on which fly. the draft is blowing. Yeah. Where oh. the jet streams. Yeah. Are jet going. streams. That what it's called. Yeah. Jet streams. <laughs> I haven't been on a plane. You're gonna be a pilot. Yeah. Right? Not anymore. <laughs> I failed. It's never too late, man. Never yeah. too late. Oh so. well, Raph, I want to say thank you so much for doing the podcast with me and and, and our first a formal introduction f- sit down. I still want to grab that that lunch with you. Maybe I go mean, grab Don Cuco's or something. I'm hungry now. Yeah. If you want to go somewhere, I'm famished this. right yeah. now. Uh, but thank you so much again. And uh, episode eight, Raph, the man of many hats. I appreciate you right here on the Sketchomatic Show, episode eight. Sketch, thank you. Peace. Oh, good for you. And how was it? The Sketchomatic Show. Hey, too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, SA. Okay, bye.